This is Ian Dayborn on Cambridge 105 Radio. I've got a framework that I call effective confrontation. So it could be that you want to say something to someone who's upset you, uh, deliver some news to somebody, say you want to challenge a colleague at work, or it could be someone at home. So the, the idea of this is it's a simple framework of four steps. And the first thing you do is say how you feel. So I feel. So it's about you. The reason you do that is it's, then it's about you. It's not your sort of not saying you're not putting the blame on the other person. And then you uh, describe the specific action that made you feel that way. And then the impact it's had on you. So and then and then you don't say anything. Then you shut up. <laughs> is it a good idea to rather than just blurt it out because you're cheesed off with someone to go away and think about that structure, that way you're going to say it yeah. to them if you can. So that, that's it. That's the challenge is, you know, when we are being, um, when we're being reactive, when we're reacting to what somebody said, we tend to say the first thing that comes into our head and our anger or our anxiety or our desire to get our message across comes out first and probably in the wrong way. So definitely worth taking some time, uh, you know, even if it's a couple of seconds in the heat of the moment, but to center yourself and think, actually, I, I know I've got a framework for this uh, that will help this go a better way. But, you know, it might be that you need to take a little bit longer and actually have a specific time for uh, following up with this person. And then, yeah, use this framework. So it's called effective confrontation. And um, so you say exactly how you feel. You say the specific action that made you feel that way and the potential impact or the impact it's had on you or others. And then you shut up. Now, the reason you shut up is it's about giving power back to people. One of the reasons that people uh, become reactive and defensive is that they feel power has been taken away from them. And when you give the power back to them by saying, OK, it's like it's your turn now. You fill in the gap. You say what you know, you you say what you want to say next. What we tend to do when we're trying to reinforce a message or we're trying to give some bad news or confront someone is we tend to keep repeating the message. Yes. Uh, we go yeah. over it again. You know, did you get it? Have you got it? And that's the wrong thing to do because it just puts the other person on the back foot. They feel nagged. They feel bullied. They feel whatever. And and so the, the, the this technique takes that away. And it's just like, OK, over to you, giving the power to you now. What's your response? So you can say something about what do you think or how's it been for you? But the idea is you're giving power back to the other person. And presumably, if you're doing it in a working situation, say it's somebody that works works for you or maybe you work mm -hmm. for them and you want to have this kind of conversation with them, is the kind of environment you have it in important as well? Oh, oh, absolutely, Ian. So, I mean, the worst thing you can do is, is to blow up in front of, you know, other people so that you're embarrassing uh, or belittling the person that you're, you know, confronting or that you're having a conversation with. So thinking about, you know, is now the right time? Uh, can I take someone, you know, can, can we, t you know, find a space or a, a time which is more convenient and which is less public? So embarrassing somebody or... Uh, in public is is not a good thing to do in front of colleagues or friends at work. Same at home, really. You know, you don't want to be shouting in front of the children, all that kind no. of thing. You know, it's just that you need to pick your moment, really. And of course, then when you're being reactive, we tend not to. We react in the moment uh, rather than picking our moment.
And I guess if you're having something like that happening at home, uh, just mm. relating it to a sort of personal experience, not that my wife and I ever, ever have arguments, but you don't um, mean. The, <laughs> the worst time, I think, of the day to have these kind of discussions, and sometimes it's the time when they crop up, but you maybe need to kind of park it to one side, is first thing in the morning when everybody's trying to get out of the house or get ready for work yes. or whatever they're trying yeah. to do. That's always a good time to stop saying anything too confrontational and put it to one side for for later on, do you think? It is. The other time I found, and I can give you a specific example of this, is when you've just come in from work and you, you're tired. Um, and so it, this is a story I tell, and I can now not remember how much I've embroidered it in, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's me coming in from work and finding the rubbish bin in the corner of the kitchen overflowing and thinking, but, you know, my husband's supposed to put the rubbish out this morning. Why hasn't he put the rubbish out? And then he's left home. So the minute he walks in the door, I'm like, yeah, look at this rubbish. It's all over the floor. You didn't put the rubbish out. So I launch at him uh, and he becomes very defensive. Says, I, you know, oh, it's, it's, I probably use a phrase like you never put the rubbish out or something like that. You know, one of those inflammatory phrases. And then he immediately responds, goes, but I do put the rubbish out. And I can quite specifically remember putting the rubbish out at 10 p.m. last Thursday and then storms off to get himself a gin and tonic. And so we've gone from zero to, you know, grade 10 of an argument in a nanosecond. And there's two things there. You know, we firstly, he reacted to my emotion with fact and so I was highly emotional, probably had a bad day at work. Instead of reacting to that, he's reacted to my accusation, which was a factual one. about, And he's just responded with, I can quite remember I put the rubbish out last week at 10 p.m. So we're on different levels. One of us is talking about facts and the other emotion. And there's something that I talk about called the emotional barometer. But when emotion is high, logic is low. You can't give somebody or you can't have a logical conversation with someone whose emotion is high so actually what we need to do in that situation is bring the emotion down and if you don't have a technique for doing that probably not saying anything is a good idea but that that's the thing to remember you know if you're trying to uh trying to be logical with someone who's uh highly emotional that's that's not going to work well some really good tips there Jane, yeah. I, I can chat to you about this forever. I think I'm going to bring all of my domestic <laughs> situations to you. Thank you ever so much for coming on and chatting to me again. Pleasure. This is Ian Dable. Cambridge One.